and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 293, for Patch 6.2. Our topic for this episode is back from BlizzCon. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. And this is Root. I play a Goblin Warlock. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up here in episode number 293 of HearthCast, we're going to talk about our trip out to Anaheim, and we're going to cover some signs that you may have partied a little too much at the BlizzCon. So hey there for Freckleface. Hey there, Root. What did you do this week in the big old universe of the Blizzard? You know, I can't say I did a lot in WoW. At least nothing really more than garrison missions. All right. Yeah. Started back Hearthstone some more. The League of Explorers came out, so I did the first week of that. Cool. And my logic was, okay, we have this new expansion coming out, which means most of my decks are going to be obsolete. So this is an okay time to delete some decks. Yeah, all right. It makes sense. Now, here's the thing. I've been trying to get um, the Curse of Naxxramas, uh, that adventure, which is the first one. Okay. On heroic mode done for a really long time. Oh. But part of my problem is they give us nine deck slots <laughs> and then tell us that we need to make a special deck for these adventure modes. So is this an issue, the, the lack of available deck slots? Of course. All right. Now, they said they're coming out with more. Um, This is after telling us that basically we're not smart enough to deal with more deck slots, but (laughs) (laughs) it's coming. Um, I just have this vision of Jack Nicholson going, you can't handle the deck slots. (laughs) But we can. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So I've been stuck on Gothic the Harvester. All right. Now, on Heroic, what he does is all his minions have a death rattle that summon a minion for you. And this minion will do damage to your hero every turn. It doesn't have any attack. So it will be like a 0-2 minion that will do one damage to you at the start of your turn. Got it. So the way I had been trying to deal with this boss was trying to silence the other boss. Silence his minions so I didn't get that death rattle, didn't get that minion in the first place. Understood. Or try to silence my minions so it wouldn't do damage to me, or I was trying to control it. And I finally realized what I needed to do was not do any of that, but I needed to focus on giving those minions attack power. Because basically what was happening is the other boss was giving me my own army. Okay. So even though they were doing a little damage to me, if I could find a way to give them attack power, I could use them to get control of the board. So you have one of those cards that say all your million minions have a plus one yes, attack power. Yes, Raid Leader. Raid Leader, um, and so I played a Shaman. So you know, have the Flame Totem that will give the two adjacent minions plus two. So that helped. Um, all the different cards I could think of that give you plus attack, I used those. And that worked. Sweet. I was really happy, and I beat the two after that pretty easily. Was going to try to finish it that night, but just kind of ran out of time. And I'm uh, looking forward to redoing all my decks after the Leave Explorers comes out all the way. 
because there's always cards that become crucial, and then you have to build everything around that. The meta will change. It will. So what about you? Well, like you, um, I'm getting back into Hearthstone. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I kind of let it go for a while. Yeah. And where I'm at now in uh, in life, so to speak, um, I got a little time at lunch. And so I brought my iPad in and I asked the guys in the IT department because I'm now, I'm kind of, the new position I have is not necessarily IT, IT, but it's technology regardless. I asked the guys in IT if Hearthstone, if I could play Hearthstone. And their answer was, you know, well, put your iPad on the Wi-Fi and if it goes through, it goes through. If it doesn't, then you can't. So first I was like, okay, cool. No problem. Give me the guest act. They're like, no, no, just put it on. It's fine. I'm like, all right. So I put it on the Wi-Fi and it gets Hearthstone. So they're like, have at it. Now, mind you, I'm playing a game or two at lunch. It's not like I'm, you know, playing all day or anything. Yeah, but even just doing that will help you catch up. Yeah, and it made me realize that I need to go back and look at all the cards and all my decks and, you know, because... I forget what's in there. Yeah. And I have this I, I bought the expansion. I bought the um the, the League of Explorers expansion. Never bought another expansion. I skipped over all the other ones. And it just it just wasn't something I was like, eh. My son Sirens got them all. And, you know, he just like blazed through like League of Explorers. We literally in the car, we're we're driving somewhere, it's like thirty minutes away. And I mentioned to him, I'm like, by the way, if you want to get League of Explorers, you can get League of Explorers. He's like, oh, cool. So he gets it. And by the time we got to where we were going, he's like, okay, I'm, I'm done with that. Ready for week two. <laughs> That's how the first week on all of them has been, though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, here- the, fir- the first week's kind of easy, and then it gets harder as it goes along. Thanks for saying that since I lost today. <laughs> Didn't even beat the first boss. Which that's when I went, you know what? I need to know what I, what I actually yeah. cards I have. I have no idea what I've got. So I don't know if I should hold on to a card because another card better is coming. So it was one of those. Yeah, it, just, it made me realize I need to study my uh, my layouts and my decks a little more. Did some rating. Very, very little rating. Don't know if the group's going to make it, Freck. No. I just don't know. Ah, so but the, you love your Thursday night. I do, I do. But we made this big decision that we're going to go to the next level. We're going mythic, you know. We're doing, and and then I guess not everybody agreed with that decision, so we like lost half the raid group, and it didn't get filled on open raid, which means you end up pugging. Which when you end up trying to pug half a group for mythic, not, it's just not good. So we start off, we do a quick, you know, someone's got an, Arch, an Archimon logout, or lockout, rather. So we go, we kill Archimon, I get my little bonus upgrade for the ring. Because every time you kill Archimon, you you can get a uh, a seal or something that upgrades the eye level of your legendary ring. Higher and higher, up into, I don't know what the max is offhand, but you can continue to upgrade it. So super happy, got that, that upgrades the ring. The ring, you know, we have one person who controls it because it's a shared effect. So someone who, anybody's got the ring, there can be one person who can macro it, and when their ring goes off, everybody's ring goes off, and then what it does is it does an initial damage, and then over like 30 seconds, it does a multiplier. At the end of that 30 seconds, it's a giant AoE. So it's a cool thing, but you have to know when to use it. If you use it at the wrong time, it's a complete waste. So we're in Archimond. We're there fighting Archimond. I use this little add-on called Whim. 
it's a like a it's an instant messenger type environment for WoW, where when somebody messages me, it doesn't come up like in the chat box. It comes up in its own little box that you can put anywhere in the screen, and it's okay. it's very nice for me. Except when I'm like in a raid, and I I don't I don't know what I guess I missed a setting I don't know what but you popped up and um so that distracted me, and then um. I was by this other dude, and when you're in Archimon, then then like one phase, you're not supposed to be by anybody because then can like you both get shot up in the air, and it's no bueno. Yeah, and, and then you die. So I died on Archimon. Sorry. Yeah, that was fun. I had more time to chat with you. It was okay. <laughs> Still got my upgrade. What really? In all honesty, we have we have them on farm. It was no big deal. I mean, it was just like okay, roots down. Don't worry, we got this. <laughs> We're still fine. Now, side note, so what do you like about this add-on that you can't get from the default chat? The fact that I can separate conversations and put you, like, in one corner, and, like, when dead guys chat, we can put them over there. When somebody else is chatting me, I can move them around. It's just like having little chat windows everywhere. What if you just had everything in separate tabs? Yeah, it's too much clicking. I'm not going to click through tabs. But you like having windows everywhere? Yes. Okay. And I can actually tab those windows. I can have one giant window and put everybody in that one. But I don't like I like everybody in little separate windows. Oh, okay. There's, separate the conversations. It separates the conversations. And I can, everything you say is in that one box. Everything, you know, dead guy says in his little box. And everything somebody else says is in their box. That way I don't confuse. the. It's bad enough that I reply to myself, okay? <laughs> I don't need to confuse the issue anymore. Yeah. Anyhow, we get Archimon done. Get the ring upgrade. Everybody leaves, swap over to Mythic, come back in, and then spend the rest of the evening wiping on Iskar and waiting for additional pugs. You pick somebody up, you pick up someone who disrupts the uh, layout of the group, the composition of the group. So somebody else says, okay, I'm going to go switch as other characters. So I have, we have another healer, another DPS, whatever the case might be. They get come in with their character. Like, okay, we picked up somebody else from, from the, the looking for, for group. We got them. They're not quite where we want them, but they're, they're good enough. They're a warm body. We should do this. Okay. That means I need to change back to this guy. And then the, the healer that we got earlier, who's been sitting around waiting leaves. Or you go in and you wipe and like three people leave who just joined you. So basically what it comes down to is unless the group is filled out on open raid, they ain't going to go. And it's too much hassle otherwise. Well, I don't want to sound selfish, but it is a waste of my time. I sat there for four hours. If we had been making solid progression, no big deal. If we'd been able to correct mistakes and make progression, no big deal. Because then when you're wiping and you understand why you're wiping and you're correcting or making efforts to correct those mistakes, that's fine. That's part of rating. But when you're sitting around trying to recruit more people and change your group comp and do different things just so you can actually have an intent on the boss and maybe kill them, that's not rating to me. That's pugging. And I know. Not my bag. Root ran over. I installed Heroes of the Storm. Did you play any yet? Nope. Okay. It's a step, baby steps. Installed it. Yeah. Um, 
I'm kind of, what I'm doing right now is actually looking at my schedule and trying to, and this sounds very geekish, but I'm trying to establish when a good time for me to play Heroes of the Storm would be. For instance, on a Monday night, we podcast. When I get home, there's only a couple hours. I really don't want to get into WoW. That would be a good time to play Heroes. So I'm 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 looking at that. So I've got it installed. I didn't want to I didn't want to mess with it after I installed it. So maybe tonight I'll get in there and play me some Heroes of the Storm. I always played Malfurion during the uh the, the alpha. So which if you remember talking back then, I don't play a healer anywhere, but I really enjoyed playing a healer in, in Heroes. I do remember that. Um there's a long tutorial I have to go through. Oh man, I gotta go through the tutorial again. But it's better though. There's what they did in the alpha really didn't cover that much. Okay. I think the live version of it was a lot better in ex- actually explaining things. All right. Well, I'll, maybe I'll knock that out tonight. Get all okay. that. Get all that done. As as our buddy uh, as our buddy Hen says, nerf the innkeeper. So I hope I don't have anything <laughs> like that going on. <laughs> so, so that's that's been me uh, this week in WoW. Coming up next in general chat. Back from BlizzCon, a whirlwind of fun. We traveled from Orlando, Florida on the east coast of this great United States all the way to the west coast, California, Anaheim, by way of Salt Lake City, Utah. Which, inside joke, the little pause there is intentional because I kept wanting to say Seattle on the trip. Yeah, you're like, I've never been to Seattle before. Great, you're not going to. <laughs> and then for some reason, I thought we are going to Oregon. And then I'm like, oh yeah, but I've never been to Oregon. And, and, and then you're like, people, because we went with our, our, you know, our buddy from the meetup group, and he's like, you're not going to Oregon. <laughs> we're going to Salt Lake City, Utah, <laughs> and then going to Anaheim. Like, okay. <laughs> See, I thought it was pretty cool. We went from Orange County, Florida to Orange County, California. Uh, we did both the Orange Counties. Yeah. Yeah. From one Disney to the other Disney. Yeah. I think our Disney's better. <laughs> Only by a bazillion. <laughs> it was what was weird to me. So the hotel we were at in the parking lot, you could see the back to the California Experience ride at Disneyland. Yeah, strange. And I was trippy. And then from the Denny's we had breakfast at one day, you could see the monorail. Across the street, where in Disney World here in Orlando, it is so far separated from anything. You don't see anything. No, it's its own city. Yeah, it really is. It's, well, its own improvement district, Reedy yeah. Creek. So it's, you just don't see it. So, Well, the first thing we did was we participated in Con Before the Storm. That was uh, Thursday night. And you and I did a live AOE there. We did. We did with a guy named Bailey, and if anybody has his Twitter or any way to get a hold of him, it's on me. I didn't get it from him. Uh, I already asked on Twitter once, but we'll put it out there again. The guy's name was Bailey. If you have any way to get a hold of him, please, or hey, if you're listening, <laughs> let us know. We just want to get a hold of you, let you know, uh, I don't know, our thanks, our gratitude, maybe some other stuff. You never know. Yeah, that was really awesome. So the con before the storm, there was a ton of stuff going on. They had a whole, was it a whole floor of the Hilton? It was a whole least, wing. A whole wing, yeah. yeah. They had a wing of the Hilton set aside. Um, there was a room set up with a, an art gallery. There was a room where people were playing games. There was one where um, different podcasts and other people from the community were 
taking shifts in meeting people, doing meet and greet and signing autographs and stuff like that. There's art room where people are actually drawing art out. Yeah. There's a lot of really, really cool stuff in that thing. But what we participated in was, um, you know, the World of Podcasts was what it's called last year. And just in one room, we had 15-minute segments of all sorts of podcasts get up there. And we led off the night with doing a, a AOE segment, which is awesome. And a little nerve-wracking, I would say. I like to think of it as, as uh, we set the standard of the night. The standard of the night, okay. Yeah. Had to live up to that or else you know, <laughs> just don't bother showing up. Now, I say that in jest. Everybody did a fantastic job up there. It was really cool to see everybody. Yeah, it was really cool to participate in. You know, very grateful we got the opportunity to do that. Um, also got to enjoy listening to other podcasts, seeing them live. That kind of tripped me out a little bit. I'll right? be honest, you know, because you have this mental picture of what people look like and what their, maybe what their body language is when they're speaking. And even though there's pictures on Twitter and maybe some video, maybe some people live stream, it's still, now they're 3D. And that's a whole different realm. Yeah. You know? (laughs) And so you're like, wow. That's cool. It's cool. But it's like, wow. (laughs) That's them. You know, that's, they're talking and I can hear them. And that's the voice I'm used to hearing. And that's them right there. So it is a very, uh, I don't, I'm just going to go with trippy again experience. <laughs> so we attended that. We attended a Convert to Raids well-played party. Oh, my goodness. There's a ton of people at that. Yeah. Hats off to everybody who put that party on. I know Cuddles had a lot to do with it, uh, but uh, Jules just did a phenomenal job getting that rocking and rolling. I know she just worked her, her tail off for that. But they had they had prizes, they had giveaways, they had little contests that people get up on the stage and do stuff. And uh, we, we got to meet a lot of really cool people. A ton you know, of people. In person. Yeah. The people you've talked to for years on Twitter. This is our first BlizzCon. We should state that. Yeah. And so these are people that we have talked to for the past six years, six, seven years that we've been doing this show. And there they are. And I will admit that I was a little, I may be chatty on Twitter sometimes, but then you're with somebody you're like, oh, they're, they're, you're here. There you are, two feet from me. I'm, I'm touching your shoulder. You're real. <laughs> I have no idea what to say. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? You know, what do you? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to like make a list of like, you know, icebreakers or something to bring with me <laughs> next year and go, hang on, let me get to page two. So, how about them bears? <laughs> I'm just going to bring a microphone with me. Like, um, I feel more comfortable talking to you um, behind this microphone. Can you put these headphones on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put these headphones on and also, like, kind of half hide your face behind this little square thing? Your <laughs> 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 little noise poppers we got here. <laughs> so, not only did we get to meet, you know, other podcasters and people that we've met on Twitter over the years, but for you and I got to meet some dear to our heart always will be guildies guildies from the hoarderlies when we were in the hoarderlies yeah rob and hind twice we got to meet them we did they're really <laughs> cool in person <laughs> no absolutely right they had a blast that they were so cool to meet and uh and hang out and chat with and i don't know there's a lot of that yeah we met jules and mark conan that was really Torn cool think tank 
And I do have to reaward her the best hug of BlizzCon. That was like an amazing hug that I got from her. Um, just it was one of those pounce hugs. Yeah, it was really cool. So Aww. you know that was fun. Now we had met Walsh from the Darkman Herald uh, last year. Yeah, he came a few years ago. Yeah, he came here on his on his honeymoon. His honeymoon, yeah. And uh, or to the or uh, to Pleasure Island or now part of whatever they call it down there now. Yeah, downtown Disney. But we also get to meet Kevin and Reb, which is awesome. That was really cool. We ran into Mike and Jay from Stopcast. Yeah, at, they had their shirts. Yeah. It was like Mike from Stopcast, Jay from Stopcast. We we had wandered out of the it was after the closing ceremony, which I was just incredibly disappointed with. The guy did I don't know, anyhow, different story. The guy did a horrible job and it was before uh, the concert and we like kind of wandered out. Because I was like, you know, this concert's not really my bag. Let's go check out what's going on with the finals and heroes or wherever we're watching. No, it was the um, arena finals, the WoW, the WoW arena finals. And so we kind of wandered our way over there into that group. And then there they were. He just ran off and you're like, hey, guys. Because like you said, they had cool t-shirts on. Yeah. I was jealous. I was like, that's what we need. We need a t-shirt for every day we're there next year. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. What? That's just more work for me. <laughs> I got a year. Start planning. Okay. Yeah. Our buddy Diz the Warlock. Frequent contributor to the show in more ways than one. Was there. And just prior to us going over to uh, BlizzCon. I met up with our artist. Who uh, did our artwork for our shirts. And did our, re- our our new logo. Skullfrack. And I was in this little dusty old used bookstore and they had an old guide for Warcraft there and like it had two of them like the newer version of it was like now includes Battle.net and so I had taken a picture of it and Diz had commented on it I'm like I'm not going to buy it it's you know it didn't really it didn't speak to me but it spoke to him so I picked it up brought it with me here you go have at it it's awesome and, you know, got to meet him, got to take some cool pictures with him. Yeah. Got to hang out with him later on. And, you know, it's one of those things, like, once you met people, you just kept running into them later on in different places. Right. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's really heartwarming to meet him. Got to tell a little story here. I have a shirt that I designed, and I thought it was a super cool, best-in-the-world idea. It's a t-shirt, and on it, it says, I'd rather be podcasting. After I got this shirt, now this came ironically from, was it a, a login name or a tune name or something you have that was I'd rather be simming? Yeah. Right? I think that's still my username. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, I like that. That's kind of cool. I'd rather be podcasting. And you see it all the time. I'd rather be flying. I'd yeah. rather be fishing. I'm like, I like this. Didn't realize there's not many places I can wear this shirt. The realization that I had on this was the very first time I wore it, which was on a date with my wife. Oof. (laughs) Not a good time for this shirt. No. Then I realized, okay, I can wear this like on a Saturday if I get called into work. Good time to wear this shirt. Because I really would rather be podcasting than being at work. Good time to wear it. And so I made that stipulation that I will only wear this shirt if it's on a place that I would rather be podcasting. We've worn it here in the studio, which didn't work either because we no. were podcasting and the world almost imploded when I was here and had that shirt on. So I'm wearing it on a flight because you're in a plane, you're traveling. I'd rather be podcasting. Yeah. It works for me. 
as I mentioned, we routed through Salt Lake. Good friend of ours, Scott Johnson, is there in Salt Lake. Happens to be on our flight. Now, I'll say this. I didn't know the guy from Adam. Hadn't met him yet. I'd seen some pictures of him online, watched some of his streams. And there he is. And I'm like, that's Scott Johnson. And our group's like, yeah, that's Scott Johnson. So I've devised a plan in my little head of mine that I thought was a pretty funny plan. He's with his wife, his son, his daughter. Whole family's doing a BlizzCon thing, which I thought was pretty cool. So we didn't approach him because, you know, it's family. I don't want to go bug him. You know, everybody's waiting to get on the airplane. I'm not going to go bug him. We call our sections up. We're walking in line. I'm walking towards him because we're in the same section going on to the plane. He sees my shirt. And he goes, hey, man, I'd rather be podcasting too. I look at him and I give him the brush off. I go, oh, hey, Scott. And I immediately turn all my attention to his son. And I go, it's the town crier. And I run up to his son <laughs> to shake his hand because you know, he was the voice of the town crier, right. which you hear on almost every episode of The Instance. And, you know, I got my laugh. I got, you know, it was nice. cool. It was all worth yeah. it. It was all yeah, good job. Nice. Have funny, funny, funny. And then, you know, we saw Scott throughout the rest of the, 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 rest of the time there. So that was really cool. You know, seeing him and, and meeting him and uh, and his wife and, and, and kids was all fantastic. They, they yelled at me. Well, she yelled at me. His wife yelled at me. Oh. Because somehow know, you and I got separated in line. <laughs> and I had to let the two dudes who who got in between us. Uh, go ahead, guys. And he's just like, never leave her. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who else can say they got chastised by Scott Johnson's oh, wife? True, you true. know, I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> We also got to meet in person Jen from Escape is Scrawl. If you remember a few months ago, she came on AOE. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we met her there at World of Podcast. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We also got to meet Battle Panda. Who? I don't remember this. You don't remember him? Battle Panda. Battle Panda. Help me out here. Aussie. Oh, the little short Australian guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's smuggling an Australian Coke for me. He did. Yeah. And brought me a Curly Whirly couple of them and i still have the vegemite at the house oh i haven't tried that yet neither have i <laughs> apparently we need to film it yes but i've i've seen videos it's only the little amount you want right, on there right. so all right it's a little bit of backstory when battle panda first told us he was coming over for blizzcon he asked me if there's anything i wanted from australia naturally the first thing i said was vegemite and then i said no you know in all honesty I said, you know, I like some of you know candies because candy is always different in different places too. Yeah. Chocolate's different around the world and everything else. And then I said, bring me a Coke because Coke is different everywhere you go too. Well, I don't know what size Coke he tried to bring, but they wouldn't let it through security. They're like, no, you can't take that with you. That that you you have to throw it away. So he throws that away, but somehow or another, the little four hundred and fifty milliliter you know, regular little bottle, plastic bottle, makes it through, and that's perfectly fine to bring on board. I think just an oversight on their part. And so then he's like, you never believe what I've got. I'm like, you got to coke through customs? How awesome is this? <laughs> and uh, so now we have it. We we, we tested. We, well, we tried it. I don't want to test yeah. it. We, we 
sampled it, and it really wasn't that different. Um, there's no, there was no aftertaste like our American Coke has a little bit of an aftertaste right. to it, and this wasn't there in Australia. So I thought that was rather interesting. Kept the bottle, rinsed it out. It is now here at the studio on our shelf because the, uh, the the ingredients are interesting to me. They're completely different than American ingredients. It actually says energy in Australia on, on like how much energy is in this drink. It's actually well, that's another way to say calories. Oh, is it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that makes sense. But if it's listed as an ingredient, it does make sense. It was on the nutrition label. It's a nutritional information. Yeah, this is another way of saying calories. Energy, 810 kJs. Kilojoules. Kilojoules. Gigawatts. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably more like, how many ounces is this? I don't know. It's in milliliters. Oh, it says right below it, 194 calories. They listed it in both measurements. Well, that's awful kind of them to do that. <laughs> What's the sweeten with, though? Australian wallaby sugar plant cane stuff. I don't know. <laughs> cane sugar. That's why it tastes different. Oh, it's the cane sugar? Yeah, that, yeah. that would do it. That yeah. would definitely do it. Not our good old high fructose corn syrup. Nah. Nah. This is all natural, baby. <laughs> but dude, he got, he met everybody. You know, I should never have left the dude's side. No, he went drinking with Chris Metzen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. We saw Chris Metzen and we saw Chris Metzen security and that was end of it. <laughs> <laughs> if I've been thinking faster, I would have like done a fake selfie with him. Like just... Turned around. Just turned around, took a selfie with him in the background. Yeah. Yeah, but That's, I wasn't fast enough. That was one of the takeaways from BlizzCon is you have to be ready for anything yeah, at all times. Yeah, ready. So, yeah. When we were waiting for a Hearthstone panel to start, we um, sat in front of this uh, teenager. Um, well, I guess he sat in front of us. And uh, we started chatting with him. And he had a kind of interesting story. His parents both played WoW. Right. That's how he got into it. And then he submitted an entire dungeon design to Blizzard. Right. Complete with like the boss mechanics and everything. And they were so impressed with him that they named an NPC in the game after him. Yes. Which is a Stormwind Boy. A Stormwind Boy. Yeah. You can find him um, in Dalaran. I'm kidding. He's in Stormwind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty cool. That was. He had a yeah. great story in... Um, You'll see me pushing, you know, his little Twitter out. Uh, you guys should follow him. Uh, just check my Twitter feed. I'll I'll push him out again when when this uh, when the show goes live. So just uh, and probably on Friday as well. So just just you know give him a follow. And then Freck, on our way out of the Hearthstone uh, deal, whatever that was that we were there for, we you recognize somebody in the crowd and like like shifted gears and like. Hard right. Like, I've never seen you move that way, ever. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I mean, it was it was impressive. You just, like, boom, beeline. Like, you, like, missile locked on, onto this person. Well, it was uh, the girl who made my Pepe. On Etsy. On Etsy. Now, I had the idea um, that I was going to ha- have a Pepe in my head for BlizzCon. Yeah, the entire time. Now, mind you, this was before the Blizzard store started making it. So I thought it was going to be a special cupcake with my yeah. Pepe in my head. Uh-huh. So I went on Etsy. There's one person in the whole world who's making a Pepe headband. So I ordered it from her. 
And I got to wear it to a meetup. Everyone's super jealous. And then the next day. And the next day, they started selling Pepe in the Blizzard store. <laughs> Complete with costumes. And it has clips you can put on your shoulder and stuff. There were more Pepe at, at BlizzCon than any other, like, adornment I've seen. Right. Uh, even Pepe had, there were, Pepe was cosplaying on people. So, yeah, they had their outfits. I think, <laughs> I do believe I saw a Pepe with a Pepe hat. Pretty sure yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we saw the one guy with the giant Pepe. Who had giant been Pepe, yeah. Training, training his neck in order to withstand the weight of the right? Pepe. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. A peep as the one guy in Combo oh, for yes, the Storm. Oh, yes. guy told me uh, he liked my peep a few times. So, but apparently that's the noise that uh, Pepe made. So, now that really surprised me. So, you and I went to MegaCon in, in March, right? Remember, yes, I had I never do. been to MegaCon before. Great time! It was really fun. And at MegaCon, there were more people cosplay than not, and you would see cosplay of almost anything you could think of. Yeah, we even saw Lich Things King there. You, yeah, Lich King. You know, people dressed as Sims, um, people dressed as things from video games, comic books, movies. Our friends did their Warlock Ensemble. Yes, they did. Some people used it as an excuse to not wear much clothing. It's to quite a lot of people. Um, so I came to BlizzCon thinking that the cosplay would be on that level, but WoW-themed. Mm. And I was wrong. Yes. Because what I found out was the actual cosplayers were kind of few and far between. But it seemed like the people who did it went all out. Yeah, it was, it was on a different level. Yeah, there's less people just wearing a costume just to wear a costume. And more people who just who took it seriously, did something, you know, homemade and really well done. But then 99% of the people had on some sort of swag. Yes. Whether it was a Blizzard shirt or an Overwatch hoodie, everybody had on some sort of like nerdy gear. So there was one point where you and I were walking around and uh, for lack of a better term, we took a bio break. And I said, well, you know, I'll meet you out here. Which, side note, BlizzCon is one of the very few places where the guys have to wait in line for the bathroom. Yeah. That <laughs> I didn't just, have that problem. Yeah. So anyhow, I was I was waiting for you. And I was like, you know, I was like, I'll, I'll hang out over here. And then you made a comment to me that I was not the only guy wearing a black T-shirt, blue jeans, and had a beard. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there was a point where you got away from me. I don't think it was when we were coming to the bathroom, but... Oh, there was I thought one, it was. No, what? it was one point when I was lagging behind you when I was following you through oh, a crowd. Oh, okay. And then I start to go, oh, wait, where's Brute? And normally I would look for the beard... Instead, I saw a sea of beards. And black shirts and blue jeans. And black shirts and blue jeans. <laughs> so you fit right in. Yeah. I think next year I'm going to make like neon shirts or something. <laughs> <laughs> we got all kinds of plans for outfits for next year. So overall, the cosplay, it just wasn't as prevalent as you thought it would be. But the swag that people were wearing was Everywhere. Right. It was just different than what I expected. I expected there to be lots of cosplaying. And there was a lot, but it was just more of people used it as an opportunity to wear their Blizzard stuff 
you know, their sweatshirts, their t-shirts, their accessories, all that type of thing. Uh, I wore my Hearthstone necklace three days in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So I got some good use out of that. Yeah, I wore all my Blizzard shirts. I brought them all. Yeah. Let's bring them all. And the crowd is interesting. You know, when we were first going to the convention center, and this is uh, Thursday, we think we're going to pick up our badges. We're at a stoplight. Right. And we kind of took the the wrong way or long way, I should say, because we didn't know exactly how to make the left. Where the entrance was. Yeah. Yeah, We didn't make the left early. We went all the way down and like this looks like the entrance over here. So we're at a, it wasn't a street light. It was a crosswalk light that took five ever. Finally, this other group, you know, of two guys walks up and as soon as they walk up and there are five of us there, the light changes. And I'm like, finally the queue popped. (laughs) And they got it. And they were like, you guys must be healers. And they were. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they got the joke was awesome. Because usually when I, you know, quip off a wow joke, it's not when somebody plays the game and I get this blank look. <laughs> and it's really funny to me. And they're like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So then we get in. Opening ceremony. Didn't make it to the hall. <laughs> I tried a few times. <laughs> we're in, we're not, we're in, we're not. We lost some really good seats at the Hearthstone uh, section, but we got decent seats and we got to watch the simulcast of the opening ceremonies. What were your thoughts? Still surrounded by fans. Oh, so yeah, it was packed. Still got the same experience. I think they did a really good job of the announcements this time. I think they've picked up on the fact that when they announce something that's kind of far away, people kind of go, eh. I remember it was either uh, last year, a couple of years ago, they announced something about Hearthstone, and they're like, beta testing. Everyone's like, yay. And then they said, in eh, a month, and people go, ah. Yeah. And you can just hear it. So one of the first things they did, of course, is announce the uh, expansion for Hearthstone. They're like, well, I'll be here by the end of the year. We're like, uh, by that we mean by the end of the month. Oh, okay. And by that we mean it'll be here Thursday. What? Well, it was week then Thursday. Yeah, they kept, yes. they kept trimming it down, trimming it, it back, down. back, back, back. And everyone's like, yeah, freaked out. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. So somehow they had kept the lid on that. I made some really cool announcements about uh, Here's the Storm, having new heroes come out. Um, Chogol looks amazing. Oh, he was fun to play. Yeah. And I get to make everybody jealous and everyone's going on a group with me so I can get Chogol. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the 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 excitement was just as as palpable as it, you know, because we've always watched on the live stream. And it's super exciting in the live stream, but it's really, really exciting in person when you're there surrounded by everybody else who is on the edge of their seats as well. And it was really, really cool. One point in time. And we're going to go a little bit out of order of chronological order here, so forgive us for that. But I had wandered off, as I often do. So I, I carry, like, you know, a badge on me. <laughs> if lost, please return to. And I'd wandered into the arena that they have set up for StarCraft. And I don't mean like, you know, we say arena like in, in, in video games. Like no, this is a stadium arena. This is multiple floors. This is like, you know, people standing and sitting up four stories full of people. Giant 
you know, it's just it's huge. It's completely different. Like the the guys who are playing StarCraft go into this giant setup and walk upstairs before they get to the little booth. They're not on the main floor. They're on like the second story of this thing. It is huge. So I'm telling you about it. I'm like, frick, you got to come see this thing. You got to come see this thing. You're like, and I insist. And I'm like, no, we got to go see this thing. And so I finally get you over to go see it. And it turns out we're there for the StarCraft finals. And we get some pretty good seats. And so we're sitting there. And, you know, they handed out these little, uh, I don't know, they're, they're like, they're inflatable sticks that people bang, bang together. Yeah, yeah, they're bang sticks, right? And they're people making all the noise with them and everything else. And they're live streaming right above us where they have the commentators. They're like right right above us on towards our right back. Yeah, they're basically behind us. Right. But they're on a raised platform. And our section then soon realizes that when those guys are on camera, their bang sticks are visible on the on the <laughs> video. And they start like having fun with their bang sticks like <laughs> like mock whacking the guys in the head mock whacking the guys in the ear stabbing them in the ear all this guy and the production crew loses their minds <laughs> they come out they have the meanest like stink eye look on their face looking for who's messing with their stream <laughs> And they come to our section and they get up to the guy and they're telling him, like, do you mind not doing this? We're trying to stream this stuff and it just doesn't look right. <laughs> and then they wouldn't leave us alone. They sat there like I felt like I was like in the principal's <laughs> office being like, you know, we had like four guys around us who were just giving us a stink eye the entire time. <laughs> so the match kicks off. Some craziness happens, and one guy gets a point and wins the match or something. And then you and I kind of go, what just happened? Yeah, pretty much. And we come to realization that we're in the StarCraft finals. A family that had come in and tried to get some seats had to separate the kids from the parents. And the kids were, like, super into it. And I don't know if the parents were into it or not. I know the kids were super into it. You and I had no idea what had just happened. And we went, you know what? We need to vacate our seats. We need to get the parents and the kids together, and then we need to go. Because there were people who were, like, lining up outside to get in. And it was really unfair of us to be that. They were simulcasting the StarCraft Finals everywhere. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know, Protoss, Proton, other thing, Kill Kill, Pew Pew, they won. I don't understand what's happening. Because it's not our bag. And that's cool, because that's, yeah, that's how Blizzard works. But we vacated our seats and let everybody else who, you know, needed to be together be together. It was all cool. Plus, at that point in time, there wasn't any lines at the Dark Moon Fair. We got to go do stuff at the Dark Moon Fair. There's a ton of cool stuff to do in the convention. The Dark Moon Fair section was awesome. It was decorated amazing. Which, by the way, we got like five of the six of those little stupid things that you get from the gumball machines that you paid a buck for. <laughs> Blizzard took my money. That was a long line we stood in to be able to buy those things. <laughs> uh, we're, we're we're missing Winston. So if anybody has a oh. Winston and needs any of the other ones, hit me up. Do you have multiples of other ones? Uh, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah, uh, except for the gnome. Okay. Uh, not the gnome. The um, uh, the uh, the, you know the other dude, <laughs> the the dwarf. I only have one dwarf. Oh, okay. I got I got plenty of uh, the dude from Overwatch. 
So anybody got a Winston, let me know. Because now I feel incomplete. <laughs> Literally got me. But we got a gift made, and you broke the machine. That was cool. Yeah. Not not the gift no, machine. No, I didn't break. <laughs> you always blame me for stuff. That was not my fault. Okay, it was working, right? Yeah. You pressed a button? Yeah. And then what happened? That was my fault. <laughs> it shouldn't be designed so that it breaks and Freckle Face attaches it. <laughs> okay, true. It did not want me to log into Twitter. It did not. No. no we got it done, though. It was cool. It was Frozen a lot of fun. Machine. Yeah, we did a... What did we do? We did um like a, like a Yeti was chasing yeah, us Yeti or something. Us. That was fun. It was a Hearthstone thing. Speaking of Hearthstone, we got to hang out in the Hearthstone area to watch a championship. You know, that place is so cool. I watched in the stream last year. The whole stage they built to look like the tavern uh, that you're in in Hearthstone. And I loved being there in person. Because everything is kind of above you. It's the same experience of, like, for me as a guy. And I don't know if anybody else has shared his experience. But when I've gone to an iconic football stadium or baseball stadium, you're going, I'm here. Yeah. I am. This is the thing I've seen on TV. And now it's here. The real thing is in front of me. Yeah. So it's kind of like that for me. I took a bunch of pictures. I'll send them to my son. And my son's like, why must you tease me so? <laughs> or taunt me, whatever he said. He's like, you know, it was awesome. What I liked about the Hearthstone uh, tournament in, in particular is, number one, I, I understood more what was going on. But also the commentary from the people around who were going like, man, what he needs is one of these. This could really help him. And then it would pop. And they go, oh, my gosh, this is going to be great. He's going to play this. He's going to play that. So that was a lot of fun to watch that. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to the commentary too much. You were more focused on the cards they were yeah, getting? Yeah, the cards. And the yeah. whole just being there? Yeah. I will say one of the things that took me by surprise that I was not ready for was the price of the $10 hot dogs. <laughs> that 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 uh, took me by surprise. We were definitely in tourist trap mode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You couldn't go anywhere. Oh. I mean, they had plenty of selection. Don't get me wrong. It's like 20 food trucks out front. But I know all the food trucks got together and went, all right, guys, <laughs> we have a captive audience. Minimum is $9. Do not sell anything under $9. <laughs> you got a little frozy icy thing? Nine bucks. <laughs> uh, the food, it was good. It was all right. I mean, you yeah. know, yeah. It was good all right. There was one night. Back at the hotel, decided I wanted Chinese food. And there was a Chinese place just around the corner, and they did delivery. I'm like, perfect, Chinese delivery. Calling them up, put my order in, and the, the gal on the phone's about to hang up. And I'm like, do, do, you, need my, do you need my credit card? She's like, I don't know. The driver will, will, will take your credit card when he gets there. I'm like, all right, cool. Thinking, you know, square something, swipe it, we're good to go. Dude shows up, knocks on my door. I open the door, and there's this little itty bitty old Asian man at my door. Like he might might be four foot five inches. He little guy. It's like, uh, have you ever seen um, Rima Williams' The Adventure Begins? No. Homework for you. Go watch it. But it was like that dude from Rima Williams. There he is. It's like Chen. I think the guy's name was. Anyhow. Drops off the food. I'm like, all right, cool. And I give him my credit card, and he unfolds the carbon paper. Like, do you remember the old days when you went and you put down your credit card and you had the machine, you go, shunka, shunka, to, to, to imprint your card? 
Okay, no. Well, yes and no. Okay, for you would be, you know when the credit card machine fails and they have yeah, that thing? Yeah, exactly. Gushunka, gushunka, okay. I, I've, I've been on the other side of that where I have a huge line of people. It's crowded day. You know, I'm helping like 100 people an hour. Credit card machine goes down. Now I got to go find the boxes, drag these things out, drag out this clunky thing, and I have to sit here and finagle a card with an imprint over and doing the thingy and have them sign it, keep track of all this paper I didn't have to before. So to me, I see those things that just immediately like tense up. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, he pulls out the paper for that. He doesn't pull out the imprint machine. He just pulls out the paper for that. Ah. And he has my card. And he squats down on the sidewalk in front of the, the hotel door. And he pulls out like a little piece of plastic from his pocket. And then proceeds to do like a rubbing on the concrete of my card. And I'm like, I mean, this whole process took like like two and a half, three minutes of me awkwardly standing there going like, what's going on? Yeah. This is a little crazy. And, and then he gets up and he, he, he's, he makes me verify all the information. All the information's right. I sign it. I sign it. He goes, you'll put tip here. <laughs> okay, I'll put a tip there. <laughs> so that, that was just crazy. It was, you know. All right. Yeah. Food wasn't yeah. the best, but um, it it was definitely not a nine dollar hot dog. <laughs> so. The Hilton Freck. The bar at the Hilton. The first three floors of the Hilton, or four <laughs> floors of the Hilton. There were parties everywhere. Everywhere you turn, someone's having a party. Wowhead, curse. Other people, <laughs> everybody having parties there, and it was it was crazy. It was loud, and it was one of those things that that our friends who've gone to BlizzCon before told us it's one giant party, you know. And I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, one giant party. I did not expect that level of party. I gotta admit, I didn't think players of this game and Blizzard games in general could throw down like some of these people were throwing down. Oh yeah. It was pretty intense. They DJ like doing Skrillex or whatever that dude's name is. <laughs> Not like how they have escalators at the Hilton so you can like ride up and see everything that's going down that the main floor. That was crazy, yeah. wasn't it? Like looking at everybody down there, I'm like, wow, look at all these people partying. This is, this is kind of <laughs> cool. We had our first Uber experience. Yeah, Uber is pre-installed on my phone. That's right. I can't get rid of it. <laughs> But then when I go to use it, I wanted to update. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Which is why we had an issue uh, getting one from the airport initially. Just trying to update the app and See, log in everything. Do, I didn't think they could even pick us up at the airport, so I don't know. I think they can. Think well, they can't. Well, here's the thing. At the Orlando airport, they can't. They have, like, some sort of deal with the cab company there. Like, they banned Uber pickup. Yeah, I think that's like everywhere. No, it's not everywhere. Just certain airports. Oh, okay. Because our other friends got anywhere oh, from there. All right. Yeah. Well, had we known, but or whatever. Well, we didn't have it set up. I was still yeah. trying to update the app as we were leaving the airport. But it was kind of cool. It's a little bit of hit or miss. We had one guy who took us like, um, we're just literally going around the block. And he was like, oh, I know this shortcut. We'll cut through this parking lot. Uh, it was a Disney parking it garage. Was a, yeah, it was a garage, Disney parking garage, and no shortcut here. Nope. So we had to, he was like, we turned into like tourist mode. He like cut across traffic. Yes. 
then we had another guy who blamed you for giving him the wrong address, although it was the app giving the address. Yeah. So yeah, it's a little hit or miss. We, I mean, overall, it was everything was clean, it was fine, it was comfortable, it was cool. So still recommend them if you haven't done an Uber. It's pretty cool. It's cheaper than a cab. That's all I can really say about it. Over fifty percent cheaper. Fifty percent cheaper, and the app is pretty easy to use. But you know, Freck, it wasn't all fun and games. There were a few was disaster moments. Few disasters. I was going to say near disaster. Near disaster. Yeah, some, some, yeah, flirting with disaster, Maybe if you bit. will. Yeah. So there's me face planting into a fence. Yeah, so we're walking in day one. Giant, giant crowd out there, right? They're and all lined up outside the main doors. The convention. Right. They've been lined up since like 3 a.m. It's like a quarter mile long of a line. It was huge. Yeah. Sea of people. We're walking in, and we look over, and there are some of our friends from Orlando. Nerdy Char is there. Blitz is there. Kind of hard to miss a dude. He's like 6'5". Well, even then, the only way we saw him was he had his handmade totem. Yeah, he's a shaman. He's holding up as a beacon for us to see where they were. And you look over to your right, and you wave at them. What's up, guys? You're like, what's up? (laughs) One step later, you're tanking the floor. Well, I tanked the fence and then the floor. Oh, you tanked the fence. I had better the fence. I didn't know that part. Yeah, I had like kind of a bruise there. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at you. That's no, okay. You asked me it was okay to laugh. That was the, well, no. So you fall, and I'm like, mm. okay, Freck fell. <laughs> and our friends, you know, they they get you up, and they're like, you're like, wait to help me. I'm like, what am I gonna do? They, there's two people helping you up. You don't need a third. You're, you're fine. <laughs> and we're walking. And I go, I go, I go, I go hey, hey, Freck. Let me know when I can make fun of this. <laughs> like, no, <not> yeah, no, yeah. Because it was super. I'm sorry, it was super funny. Because you're like looking to your right, you're like, hey, got my, <laughs> and down goes Frank. <laughs> so, I blame those little feet things sticking out from their fence. That's what it was. Absolutely, they're not grounded fences. I mean, they're there. To- Temporarily, so yeah, they're they gotta, stanchions, basically yes. stanchion fences, and they were sticking out awkwardly. And you weren't the only one. I saw other people tripping. You were the only person that I saw face plant, but you, <laughs> <laughs> other people tripped. It just happens. And then that love of our life, who who is communication, bit us in a very very <laughs> hard way. We had gotten, you know, separated around lunchtime. You were with our group. I was off doing my thing. And we're supposed to be meeting at the Hearthstone, um, I don't know what, Dev Talk? Is that what it was? Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, cool. I'll meet you there. We coordinated on time. Got it. I got there a little early. I got us really good seats for it. And I'm chilling and I'm waiting and I'm like, I'm like texting you. I'm like, I'm like, hey, where you at? Yeah, and I'm trying to make it there. And where I was coming from, it was longer than I thought it was. I hadn't walked that distance by myself. So it's taking me longer to get there. So I'm late. Right, and I'm getting a little antsy because this thing's starting to kick off. Yeah, and you're saving my seat. You had really good seat. You're up there, like, what, second row? Yeah, man, I was splash row. zone. And I get confused. I end up going to the wrong place. I thought I was going to the main hall, and I find myself in the store area. So wanting to update you, I say, I accidentally went to the Blizzard store. Now, as a married guy, (laughs) when I get this text, 
what I think is I'm blown off the <laughs> this whole thing and I'm going shopping. Is the is what I interpreted that Which to be? Which is not what I was saying. I was trying to be, I was trying to be communicative and tell you why I was a little bit later than I would have been if I hadn't gotten lost. Now here's the thing: you and I have been doing this podcast for how many years now? Almost seven. It takes a lot for us to coordinate every week. Yes, we have learned through trial and error how to communicate with each other. And one thing that I know about you is you hate vagueness. Yes, I do. If I say anything that's not clear, that makes it sound like I'm changing plans or anything like that, you just, you get antsy, you get riled up, and I have learned to be explicit with what I'm telling you as far as, okay, well, I'm going here at this time, and we're doing this, and this is what I think, and I... I, in my mind, I over-explain myself when we talk. Which I greatly appreciate. That's fine. We're in that groove. But then we're at the convention, and I'm like walking and typing, and I'm trying to find an elevator to avoiding going up the stairs. And you're lost. You know what's going on. And I'm trying to like, you know, find my way around, because like the, people, the staff of BlizzCon, they do not like it when you go in where you're not supposed to. <laughs> no, they don't. That is one thing, like, if you're supposed to exit one door and enter the other, you do not cross those lines. No. No. They're not having it. So I'm trying to find, um, you know, a, my way back and try not to, you know, anger the uh, BlizzCon employees. Well, the convention employees, Yeah, convention. Say. Not BlizzCon. And not BlizzCon. Convinced. Yeah, you're right. The uh, convention center employees. So that would, that's my excuse for not, I thought I was being clear, like, hey, I, I accidentally went to the store. The, to me, accidentally meant accidentally. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and I, I read that as, as you know what, I'm just blowing off this whole Hearthstone no, thing luckily. and I'm going shopping. Now, you did at least stop and say, wait, are you still coming? Uh, That's a nice way to, I said, are you coming or not? <laughs> oh, well, it, it. Okay, I guess you meant to that tone. I didn't hear it in that tone. <laughs> I'm glad. Cause but I'm just like, yes, I'm just updating you. Okay. And you're like, okay. All right. So we're good. I showed up. I was there for most of the presentation. Yeah. Got to see most of the cards being revealed. Yeah. It's funny now. Yeah. <laughs> in retrospect, <laughs> in retrospect, most, retrospect of it most of it is. funny. Yeah. I prepared for everything to be hot. Oh, man. It was freezing. I was there. prepared for things to be hot. Like, um, I packed a bag before we went both days, and the first day I put deodorant in my bag because last time we had gone to MegaCon, I got extremely, you know, sweaty, sweaty and ever sweating. so crowded, and I figured it'd be the same thing, like crowded and hot, and I was like, well, I'm going to take some stuff to freshen up with me. Instead, I needed my sweater. Which you had in there as well. I had in there because I figured we'd be walking back at night. I didn't imagine actually needing the convention center. Yeah, yeah. But I had, like, preemptively put my hair up in a ponytail, um, thinking it was going to be hot, and then it wasn't. And then, like, my pictures that night, it didn't look cute like I thought, like I'd wanted to. You're fine. Oh, I don't like the way my hair looks when uh, pictures in a ponytail. Because I have a weird hairline. What? It's, like, got a widow's peak over here. It's like, yeah, whatever. I know it's a woman thing. Okay. Okay. Just, I know. I know I'm being irrational. No, but, no. Whatever. It's good. But when you put your hair up in a ponytail when it's wet, then you can't take it back down because it's got that ring stuck into it. Yeah. Have you seen the ring? You know what I'm talking about. 
Yeah, I used to have long hair. I know what you mean. Oh, did you? I forgot about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Why haven't I seen pictures of that? Because uh, I probably burned them all. Oh. <laughs> the day I realized I was rocking the mullet was the day I got rid of all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it is a mullet. I need to see pictures of this. No. I'm going to go butter up Mrs. Root. <laughs> no. I, think I, I promise you I've gotten rid of all of them. Oh. Yeah, this is pre-Facebook, and I'm so happy. <laughs> Yeah, this is you need some random throwback Thursday. Here's Root and Mullet. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, the weather there was so nice. Yeah, you know what was really funny is like there were a lot of people who went to BlizzCon, obviously. Uh, there were people who came from all over the country to went to BlizzCon, including, you know, the frozen north, who they come down there and they're like, oh my gosh, they're wearing shorts. They're like, this is so great. We're in California, sunny California. I'm wearing shorts and wearing flip flops. And then they get back to the frozen tundra of wherever they're from. And they're like, <laughs> I miss the hot weather. Meanwhile, for us, we had the exact opposite. We're like, it is cold here. Why is it 50 degrees? This is insane. But it was nice, though. Like, the air is so clear. And then you remember as soon as we got back to the airport, and this was five in the morning, uh, step outside, just immediate, just. Uh, humidity yeah. back here in Orlando yeah start it's, choking on it it was yeah where it's like you know 80 degrees and 90 percent humidity yeah <laughs> it, was, it was like wow it's very sticky here uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> we must be in Orlando yeah and speaking of coming back I think we both got hit with the post BlizzCon blues oh definitely now I um Probably made a little bit of a mistake. We got in. We took a red eye back, and that's fine. We got in 5 a.m. on Monday morning, took Monday off, and went back to work Tuesday for me. Now, just prior to leaving, I had switched back to a stand-up desk. In my previous job, I had a stand-up desk. I'd been in you know a little transition period where I didn't have a stand-up desk where I was sitting down. And when I started this particular job, I was sitting down until I said, you know, I really wouldn't mind having a stand-up desk if that's something we could arrange. Got it like two days later. It's awesome. Unless you're coming back from BlizzCon where you've been walking, you know, literally five times. I have a, like, I, I have a Moto 360 watch with a pedometer on it, and it was like five times my normal walk amount. Yeah. <laughs> my chart was like just crazy. And my, you know, I was still in like a lot of just, you know, just using muscles I had been using for a right, while. Right, right. You know, I saw a lot of people before BlizzCon saying, you know, trying to get in shape for BlizzCon. I'm like, yeah, you're just trying to look good for people. No. No, that is legit. It's, it's legit. You're trying to make sure you can survive the weekend. No, I had the same thing. I've been pretty good over the summer, but the past two months, no, I've been mostly inactive. So, like, it really hit me physically, you know, couple that with the fall at the beginning of it. Yeah, that's kind of like shook me up and like didn't help anything. You know, skin my knees, bruise things, whatever. Noggin um, on the forehead. Noggin on the forehead. Yeah, definitely want to uh, be more in shape next time. I think it'll help. I need to do it anyways, but this is, gives me like, you know, a foreseeable goal rather than just like, ah, I need to get in shape, just get in shape. Sure. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that uh, having a stand up, see, here's the thing. So I have the stand up desk. I come back, my legs are on fire. <laughs> But my ego's bigger than my legs on fire. <laughs> so you just powered through it? Oh, I'm like, I can't sit. These people will think I'm weak. <laughs> so I, I'm getting home at night going, can we crank on the hot tub, please? <laughs> Which, you know, okay, little little bonus for me. I have a hot tub yeah. at the house. So. 
That that was Jay's so hard to get the hot tub afterwards. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's my Napoleon Dynamite you voice. You always I wasn't gonna make a comment, but you always use your Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> so we'll see what next year holds for us for BlizzCon twenty sixteen. Plans are sort of in the works, but we'll see. No one really knows. It might be in Vegas. It might be an extra day. Who knows what's happening? Nobody knows. Except for maybe like one or two people and they yeah. ain't talking. We would definitely love to go again. Uh, we're so happy to meet those of you that we were able to. And there's so many people I didn't meet and I'm so sorry. And yeah. I have a list that, you know, I'm mad at myself for not meeting a lot of the people I wanted to meet. And I, I definitely will make a better effort next year. I, I kind of chalk it up. It's not an excuse. I don't want to make it sound like an excuse, but I was definitely overwhelmed and taken back by this the, the sheer spectacle and enormity. Is that a word? No. Okay, then. The Just <laughs> the scale of, yes. of the area. And I was just, it was a kid in a candy shop. I was like walking around, taking pictures of stuff, taking pictures of people, and where I should have been like f- seeking people out and meeting them. And next year will be for that. Because this year I was just like, I'm a big fan. <laughs> so, so if you guys are planning on going to BlizzCon next year, let us know. Um, they should be releasing information after the new year, probably January, February time for Con before the storm and any of the plans that they may have for that. If they are planning it, Freck and I will be participating in that, liking and hoping to do World of Podcast again and being a little more involved with that. But again, we won't know until the plans are released next year. But if you are going, let us know. And we'll try to meet you there. If we didn't, and if we did, we'll still meet you there. Hearthcast.com is proud to present Root and Freckleface's Top X List, a conglomeration of... Wait a minute. You guys named this segment Top X List? So you, you wouldn't have to pay me for additional segment bumpers? What a bunch of... I mean, a conglomeration of fun-filled, interesting tidbits for your amusement. HearthCast.com's Top X List. Cheap son of a... Top X signs it's time to slow down at a BlizzCon party. When that 9 a.m. panel you wanted to catch becomes something you'd rather watch on the stream when you get back home, it might be time to slow down at a BlizzCon party. When any directions you give begin with, pass the bar... Might be time to slow down at that BlizzCon party. <laughs> hey, you know, when you think paying an extra five bucks for a drink just because the word horde is in the name, it might be time to slow down. When you utter the words, you know what WoW needs? Jawas. Jawas! Houdini! <laughs> when you suddenly exclaim, wait, do you have my underwear to the person next to you? Might be that sign. When you find yourself planning out a detailed Cho'Gall cosplay with the random person you just met. Hey, hey, I got this great idea. (laughs) (laughs) Cho'Gall. You know, when you normally don't dance, but you decide to show an entire room full of strangers exactly how the undead throw down, it might be time to slow down. When you're actually pretty good at showing an entire room exactly how the undead throw down. (laughs) Freck, (laughs) when you need to close one eye to read a text message. (laughs) (laughs) 
when he desperately tried to find a mage and then demand they put down a mage table. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good sign right there. You look around, yeah. like, hey, you a mage. <laughs> get a mage table over here. When the first words out of your mouth when you see someone are, trust me, I'm sober. <laughs> when you meet someone you wanted to meet in person, take a bunch of pictures, tell them how great it is to finally meet them, even though you met them the night before. <laughs> <laughs> that might be time to slow down like the night before, too. Yeah. <laughs> when you tell somebody that your mane is a blood elf panda, that's a good indication that you're going a little too hard. When you're a six and a half foot shaman with an awesome beard and even more awesome handmade totem, but you're head banging with the music while standing on top of a table. Just maybe, <laughs> maybe time. <laughs> Folks, we jest. Everybody had a fantastic, fantastic time and, and everybody was good and safe for each other. So just take that all in jest. But, you know, about 90% of those are true. <laughs> this actually <laughs> happened. I don't know if you saw it, Frack, but Loot Crate this month is Blizzard and Fallout 4. So exciting. It is. I'm yeah. totally stoked. I cannot wait for this month to get in. I think you might have, if you're not in now, it might be a little too late by the time this comes out. But if you're not getting Loot Crate now, I mean, you're going to be kicking yourself because you missed this one. You can head over to lootcrate.com forward slash hearthcast. And if you use the code hearthcast, you can save three bucks when you check out. You know, it's only $14 a month, you know, plus some shipping. I think, it, I think it equals out to like 20 bucks a month. But you're getting so much more than $20 worth of stuff. And we've said it here before. If there's something in that box that doesn't speak to you, it's going to speak to somebody else always 100% of the time. I've never gotten a box that isn't going, I don't know what to do with this. I've always gotten a box that I've gone, well, I don't particularly like this, but like, I may not be a Doctor Who fan. But somebody is. Like last month, they did a whole thing with like Back to the Future because it was Back to the Future Day. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. And there was some Doctor Who stuff. My son is a huge Doctor Who fan, so automatically that all went to him. And there was some Back to the Future stuff that automatically went to my son's physics teacher at school. He's just like, he's a huge Back to the Futures fan. I'm like, take it, go. You know, maybe that's a little extra brownie points for you. I don't know. You need to bump on the quiz or something. But there's never anything that can't find a home with one of your friends. And it's so awesome that way. There's shirts in there about every other month or so that make it well worth your while. It happened at, at BlizzCon where I saw a guy who had on a Loot Crate shirt. And I was like, hey, Loot Crate shirt, awesome. And we like did the fist bump thing. It was awesome. It was like we had something automatically in common. We didn't talk much after that because we were both like, you know, heading our own ways. But you had that moment. We, it, and if we were in line, we could have had a longer conversation. I was at a Starbucks about a month or so ago for a podcast meetup. I was wearing a Loot Crate shirt, the Optimus Prime one. And the guy's like, dude, I like your shirt. I'm like, yeah, it's from Loot Crate. He goes, awesome. And we had started talking about Loot Crate. He's like, I used to have it. I got it. I got out of it. But you know what? I like that shirt. I'm going to get back in Loot Crate. So, of course, I told him about our, you know, hearth nice. gas thing. Yeah. You got to do that, right? But it's just one of those things that you can automatically have conversations with people. That makes it so easy. So don't forget, you can head over to lootcrate.com forward slash hearthcast. That's going to get you in there. Use the hearthcast, or use the code rather, hearthcast. Save yourself some money if you get this, and it is well worth it.
So I'm going to give a shout out to everyone that we uh, met at BlizzCon and I uh, hope to meet even more of you next year. Don't forget to give us a rating over on iTunes. Yeah, that lets us kind of know how we're doing, and we always appreciate the positive feedback. And, you know, obviously, the, you know, four or five stars is always cool. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastbreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. Visit our website, hearthcast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Ruth and Freckleface. I love the 20s.